0: Driving a motorized vehicle through snow, ice, slush, or ice pellets is truly the only reason so many, like me, hate the winter. It's awful, it's harrowing, and it's really dangerous. You can take all the defensive driving courses offered to modern man, but when you get on a highway among hundreds to thousands of cars, all bets are off. Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada. On November 19th of 2008, the nightmare was real, when more than 1,500 cars and trucks were stranded overnight on the Trans-Canada Highway near the Cabiquid Pass in Nova Scotia. This day in weather history. It was the season's first major storm, so you'll forgive the many who had not switched over to winter tires yet. Problem is, this low unloaded an ugly blend of wet snow. And that is an almost impossible task to drive through with the proper rubber on the road. Then to make matters immeasurably worse, that messy mix was blown around and strong winds resulting in drifting and woefully reduced visibility. Bit of geography here. The Cobbacwood Pass is located in a high elevation area of northern Nova Scotia and is well known for experiencing extreme weather conditions that most other areas of the province simply do not. Example. During the height of the storm, whiteout conditions stopped traffic where they were. And that was it for stranded travelers who wound up spending as many as 16 hours stuck in their vehicles. It was a section of the historical Trans Canada Highway that became impassable when the storm suddenly hit. The high winds, coupled with the heavy snowfall, that was blamed for the zero visibility that came on all of a sudden. Late in the afternoon, on this day in weather history. It was a typical highway story that starts a chain reaction of this kind. You've heard this before, trucks. Yeah, a couple of trucks jackknifed, and this was what initially totally blocked the road. But when you have this sudden blockage by monster-sized motor vehicles, you are begging for more catastrophe. Passenger cars and trucks tried to drive or skid around the accident to continue on toward New Brunswick, but that didn't work. They only found themselves becoming stuck, and now that stretch of the Trans-Canada was completely plugged. So, we're already at a standstill, with a massive snow and windstorm still on the way. Within minutes, there was a long gridlocked line of cars just sitting there, vulnerable to whatever happens next, because they literally had nowhere to go. The storm got worse. The crash stayed in its place, and so did the thousands of people who were now stranded on the Cabaquid Pass in the elements with no hope for moving. The traffic accident made it impossible for snowplows and emergency vehicles to get through. The only course of action for police and ambulance was to use the eastbound lanes to tend to those in the westbound lanes' disaster. Stories arose of an ambulance in that precarious situation picking up a man who was apparently in distress, fearing he was having a heart attack. A police car was flagged by another stranded driver, fearing a diabetic shock without his insulin. The officer on scene brought a soda to assist in blood sugar levels. The drivers had no choice but to hunker down for the night. They couldn't go anywhere. But remember what I said off the top about this being an early season storm and one that swept over without warning? Remember? No winter tires on most cars, likely? Well, add to that many without food or blankets. It was so dire a situation that a man was spotted scooping snow in a used paper coffee cup to use for drinking. But in a moment of kindness and humanity, another couple nearby in the same mess went over to him and shared their supply of water bottles and chocolate bars. By the 22nd, Nova Scotia police were still telling drivers to stay off the treacherous provincial roads so crews could continue to restore power to the thousands of homes. The heavy snow and high winds left more than 11,000 homes and businesses without power in parts of Nova Scotia and New Brunswick. The airports were crippled. Both major airports in Halifax and Moncton suffered numerous cancellations and delays. In all, about 30 centimeters of snow fell in Halifax and parts of Nova Scotia overnight and into Saturday morning, while 20 centimeters piled up in Moncton and surrounding areas. And this all happened when the snow came in and took over everything everywhere in the Maritimes. This day in weather history. Tomorrow is November 20th, and you can look for that episode's podcast video short online and on TV. The PBS is a two-minute synopsis of the full six-minute episode and is shot right here where I'm sitting in my TDIWH podcast studio, featuring photos and video from the event from when it actually happened. You can see that either on The Weather Network on television or on the podcast homepage at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weatherhistory. So whether you listen to this tomorrow, wherever you are already listening to your podcast, or you check out the podcast video short, or both, we'll be hitting up a major lake effect snow event that humbled Southern Ontario back in 2014. It's another shoulder season story of snow and suffering succotash. I think I got all the S's in there I was looking for. Anyways, right here on this day in weather history, with me, your host, Chris May.